Hey, Tourpreneurs, it's Mitch Bach. And just a quick note before we begin today's episode, Tourpreneur is currently sponsored by Google. We're thankful for their support of our community, and we are offering with them a completely free course helping you unlock the power and potential of Google's Things to Do program, which is specifically helping tour operators add their tours to Google in new ways that gives you new exposure and more direct bookings. To learn more, go to tourpreneur.com slash Google. And as always, show notes, more resources, links to our newsletter, our business coaching community, and so much more are available on tourpreneur.com. Now to the episode. We might be a business that doesn't make it out of this. And I, that is scary to me. And I'm sure it's scary for a lot of people. But what a joy it has been so far. And who knows what might come out of this period of time. Today's episode is brought to you by Checkfront, the booking platform trusted by over 5,000 tour and activity operators around the world. You can start your own free 21-day trial over at Checkfront.com. Welcome to the Tourpreneur Podcast. Travel industry veteran Shane Whaley will take you on a journey with fellow tourpreneurs, sharing their tips, ideas, insights, and success stories to inspire you to make your tour business the best it can be. And now, here is your host, Shane Whaley. Hi, Nicole. How are things down in Asheville? Hi, Shane. Uh, Today they're rainy. Um, and gorgeous. We're in the Blue Ridge Mountains, so uh, I can't really complain. Well, maybe the rain will keep people indoors. That's what I always think. <laughs> That's what I think, too. Yeah, you know, I thrive in our wild places, so to, if I'm honest with you, I'm a little cranky today, but I will still, after this call, get out in my rain gear and walk some trails. Good for you. I, I'm just back from doing the same with my dogs. It's freezing cold up here in Vermont, but I'm like, no, I need to go get my three-mile walk in before I start the day. I am impressed with you. I believe that is critical to our yes. sanity. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I was really um, interested to talk with you today because obviously your business is wellness, and we talked back in, uh, when was it, October in, uh, in Orlando at Arrival, and we talked about how you built your business around wellness. But now, of course, we're in a situation where tourpreneurs are cooped up at home. There is more stress on us than ever before. I mean, the world has completely changed since you and I sat down in uh, Orlando. In so many ways. So what are you doing to, you know, during the quarantine, during the lockdown, what have you been doing with your business? So I'll tell you, it's been inspiring to hear from other tourpreneurs who have really jumped in with both feet and made some quick pivots. And uh, I I love seeing that. And really for our business, we went the opposite direction. We took an intentional pause uh, and a step back. And we've really been quiet for the last several weeks and uh, revisiting our foundations, our values, uh, taking a long-term look at uh, allowing ourselves to process this current crisis and with the belief and the trust that we're going to be around after it. Uh, we've really just enjoyed a moment to connect with our community of local partners and to move inward before we've been, we've felt really ready to, yeah, to move yeah. beyond that. Yeah. 
And I read on your website that you're offering virtual experiences. We are, yeah. We're fortunate in that a lot of the experiences we offer are experiences that go to people wherever they are. So typically that looks like a human, obviously, going to do a tarot reading, a yoga class. But we were able to pretty quickly pivot all of that to offer online so we can do a virtual group tarot reading no matter where everyone is for groups who really want to have that sense of connection but aren't looking to navigate a zoom happy hour on their own yeah no that makes a lot of sense so so what platform are you you using we're using zoom and how are you finding people because i know there was a bit of a learning curve to that for a lot of people initially but i think by the end of this we're all (laughs) going to be zoom experts right we're pros yeah you know it's interesting there wasn't much of a curve for us uh we have a lot of yoga instructors and the tarot readers um Even the chefs who do the cooking classes virtually now, they were previously using the platform. So we were fortunate in that we could just put it out there and and begin offering it. And I'll be honest with you, we have not put focus on selling those experiences. We wanted to remain present uh, Mm. by, by saying, hey, if you want to do this, but it has not felt appropriate for our business to push them. Uh, at this time. Yeah, because I am seeing this big rush from a lot of tour operators to create virtual tours. And I'm worried that many tour operators think this is a way to generate revenue during the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Rather I, than, sorry, carry on. Yeah, I, I for us, it's about presence and mm-hmm. the continuity and connection. So uh, it's just a statement of we are here if you'd like to connect with us. But um you know, our, our expectation was not that it was going to be a revenue producer for us. And as such, we haven't put as much effort into that. Uh, we have been putting effort into a video series that I'm excited about. Great. Tell us more. Uh, it is the Asheville Wellness Community is coming together in really lovely ways just to offer their expertise. So it's called Bite-Sized Moments of Zen. And these wellness professionals have been showing up in incredible ways. So they'll come on and they'll offer a 15-minute practice, tip, insight, something we can all lean into during these times. And uh, it's just been a fun way from our living rooms out to living rooms around the globe, actually, so far. Uh, We've been able to connect with folks. And that, to me, speaks more clearly to the mission of our business and the long-term goals that we have. Sure. And so are they, are they free videos or paid mm-hmm. videos? No, they're free. Yeah. Wow. We have, we have belly dancing. We have mental health <laughs> therapists. We have tarot readings, uh, some cooking demonstrations. It's, I'm pretty excited about it. It's been a lovely I way to hear. connect. Yeah. yeah, I can hear in your voice. And, and what I'm thinking to myself, and I have been thinking this the last couple of weeks, that during this lockdown, during this crisis, it's awful because I know a lot of our listeners are going to struggle to survive. But the one thing that kind of gives me hope is the amount of tourpreneurs out there that are producing free content or they're consulting, they're talking to other tour operators and, and trying to help each other through. And that that has given me a lot of inspiration how as a community, as an industry, um, we're very different from many other industries that are out there when it comes to you know getting together to help each other out. 
That's so true. Uh, right away after we kind of went on lockdown here in Asheville, I saw lovely posts popping up from tour operators that had something to offer. You know, Torin of the Flying Bike had bicycles and he said, gosh, how can I use these to do food delivery or, you know, um, and there were, there was a wave of that kind of outpouring, you know, Miranda with her free yoga videos, Namaste in nature. And, um, yeah, I just, I love that about our, our community here in Asheville. And I love noticing that it's true for the tourism community as a whole. It's just really heartwarming. It really is. I shared on an earlier check-in how I got an email from Miranda that just said, I'm here to help. That mm. was the headline. And it was at a, on a day that I was feeling very overwhelmed. I know we're all going through this. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very helpful to me. Even though I'm not really a yoga guy, I've tried it, but I'm like Mr. Bean, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> But I still welcome the advice and the very fact she reached out to help without asking for anything. Mm, I love that. It wasn't like, yeah, absolutely. So what is your, um, you were saying you were looking at long-term goals. You were using this opportunity. Um, can you share with us, you know, your thinking on that for other tour operators who are listening in that, that you know, want to go through the similar kind of process? Of course. Yeah. You know, what's been really challenging for us is to breathe through and pause through the panic and to remember we don't have to change pace as quickly as the world around us right now. I firmly believe that. I do believe it's important to go back to the basics. What are your long-term goals? For us, that looks like, you know, like a lot of the check-ins that you've done so far, working on SEO and the website. But mm-hmm. one of our core foundations, uh, values at our foundation is connection. And that for us has looked like connecting through this video series to our local partners. We have over 50 local partners who are, you know, uh, have valuable things to offer and are willing to offer them. Uh, Connection to our past guests. Uh, We've been in touch with them via social media and um, email marketing. You know, it's not even marketing or it doesn't feel like it right now. But I think um, for us being on pause, you know, I really understand that a lot of folks are are being ingenious with their revenue streams. We're very lucky not to have a lot of overhead. So I recognize too that we're in a fortunate position to not have as many things that are pressing down on us. So I don't want to sound at all like I devalue the virtual experiences because I, I admire the operators that are going for it. And I think it's an incredibly valuable thing that technology is at is offering to us. It is. I'm still on the fence about it. Yeah. I do worry about two operators that might be spending too much money and too much resource on that instead of things like you're saying, you know, SEO or, you know, how to improve photographs or copy and, and really do an audit of their business in terms of what's working on the website, what's not. I mean, I was talking to some two operators a few days ago that don't have Google Analytics and they don't have Google Search Console. I'm like, you know, these things, I get it. They're scary when you don't know it. Yeah. And they sound technical, but there are resources out there and to get Google Analytics connected so you can see, you know, what pages are um, most popular and what, and then you can analyze and why are they popular? What have I done right on those pages that I need to add to others, whatever it may be. So I, exactly. I think that's very, yeah, absolutely. Um, how are you getting on or have you applied for any of the SBA loans or PPP? <laughs> I'm so sorry to laugh in the middle of your sentence, but yes, uh, I, I did, but to no avail. I mean, I, 
I got to tell you, that first week or two, I was just in webinars and filling out documents and nothing came through. And it's either everything right now for me is either pending or denied. Um, but I, I can tell you that it does feel good to have it off the to-do list. Like I've done everything humanly possible yeah. and it's out of my control. <laughs> Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Although it, it, it's frustrating because like 90% of tourpreneurs I'm, I'm chatting with have not received any of the funding yet. Yeah. Um, Very few have received anything. Well, we have unemployment here in the U.S., right? Um, the system for us has yeah. been wildly hit. And I mean, that's still pending as for four weeks now, mine. So it's really a lot of things. Um, it's a good time to practice what I preach with the wellness yeah. angle, right? <laughs> it really is. Paying, paying close attention to my self-care. And really, I can't hammer in enough this point that I believe uh, that pausing is okay, that I believe that it's okay to go back to the basics. And we don't have to do something incredibly new in our wellness practice or our businesses. It's okay to go back to what you know. If your practice is deep breathing, great. If it's going outside, great. You don't have to fill your time with learning all these new things. And when you feel like you have the capacity to do so, this will provide a space for you to do it. So I think it's important to to just keep that in mind. Yeah, I think you're right. And there are so many webinars out there, especially that first week, like you say, everyone kind of jumped on it and said, let's produce webinars. And it's easy to get overwhelmed. Yeah. And I think also easy to start comparing yourself with others, That's right. which is a very dangerous thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, we always say, you know, if today is the day that you need to lay on the couch, like don't lay on the couch every single day. But if you need to do that today, please go ahead. Give yourself some permission. You know, this is a, a crisis. There are where everybody's yeah. grieving. Um, yeah, I just. I think it's really important to allow space in all of the excitement and the innovation and the forward movement to pause. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. And also I would suggest with webinars is, you know, make your notes, write down mm. your key learnings and really study them before moving on to the next one. Because I'm very guilty of this mm. where I will read a, a business book and go, oh, that's really good. There's five things I want to implement. Someone hands me another marketing book. I'm on that. I haven't implemented anything. <laughs> That's right. Same. I really liked you said this in another uh, check-in, and it really resonated with me. In fact, I wrote it down to remind myself that just uh, pick the, like you just said, pick one or two things that really resonate with you, implement, and then introduce something new. But don't, Yes. yeah, don't overload. The overload is really, I believe, dangerous right now. I think that any decisions we make from a fear place um, may not be the best ones for us in the long term. I, I agree with you. In fact, I had somebody reach out to me a few days ago, a tourpreneur who said, I want to start a podcast. Can you help me out? Mm. And I love helping people create podcasts. But I said, okay, what are your goals with the podcast? What do you want to get out of it? But, you know, how is your SEO and how are your videos? And we went through all of that and I said, look, work on things that are going to generate business for you. Yeah. Sage advice, Jane Whaley. Very Before. nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I get it because all of us, we all want the latest tech yeah. or we want the next shiny thing. And I know that, you know, people who are listening to podcasts are like, well, I would like to have a podcast. And, you know, great. I, I really encourage people to start podcasts, but only when in your, you know, for, for a business, when you've completed the basics right. and, you know, how's your Instagram account? Oh, not very good. Well, maybe you want to focus on that before you build a podcast because 
you know, very few people are booking tours because they've listened to a podcast. True. Yeah. Yeah. I think it goes back to that, the foundational values, right? Like what are your core? Ours is connection and presence. And so we started this new video series because it's something that we wanted to do previous to all of this anyway, to give us space for all of these wellness professionals to offer what they have to offer. Um, but I, and it is saving my sanity to have this project. And also it really speaks to our core values. So I feel confident in moving forward with it. And where can people sign up for those videos, Nicole? Well, we're going to be putting them on our YouTube channel, our brand new shiny YouTube channel. Our first one is up. It's a tarot reading for our times, which is very exciting. Um, and the rest will be trickling in. Great. I'll, I will add that to the show notes. Tourpreneur.com forward slash 74 and add all the links for Asheville Wellness Tours. Is there a final message, anything you would like to share with your fellow tourpreneurs before we wrap up? Um, gosh, you know, I, I've been thinking a lot about this. We are all in it together. It has been so inspiring to hear everyone's stories and, uh, you know, even knowing that we're struggling together and we might be a business that doesn't make it out of this. And I, that is scary to me and I'm sure it's scary Mm -hmm. for a lot of people, but what a joy it has been so far and who knows what might come out of this period of time. If my business fails, maybe I'm on another project that's an even bigger passion product uh, project than this. And I just hope that we're able to balance some of the uncertainty with hope and trust that you are a rock star and you've built this business already. You have more places to go. Yeah, I really like that advice, Nicole. And what I would add to that is I am seeing some people online saying, oh, pivot to local tours, what's needed locally. If you're running a food tour and you can't do it anymore, why not run an axe throwing tour? And I fundamentally disagree with this, by the way, uh, because I feel that running a tour business is a lot of hard work. The margins are thin. You have to have a passion for your product. You have to have a passion. If you don't have a passion for axe throwing or for food tours, whatever, don't do it. Don't just pivot because you're better off going to the supermarket and stacking shelves and making minimum wage and paying your bills and then come back to your business when we're out of this rather than lead a tour for something that you're just not passionate about. I'm with you. You know, again, those fear-based decisions, anytime you feel like you're making one, if you take three deep breaths and let it sit for a couple of days. I mean, we have time the world is moving so quickly but you are really that would be my message to everyone you are already a rock star and you will be fine out of this and who knows what beauty will come out of this crisis it might look totally different than what how it looked before and you know uncertainty is hard but that's that's okay it is well nicole thanks for coming on the show um i look forward Always a pleasure. I look forward to uh, chatting to you when we're out of this because I'm convinced you are going to survive this. Just your attitude, your outlook, your positivity. And I look forward to bringing you back on the show so we can talk about your video series and what you've learned during the crisis and what you did to make your business stronger. Thank you, Shane. Thanks for doing this also. It's been such a a joy to hear everyone's voices. It really is. It's good therapy for me as well, I have to say. I am... (laughs) I am just blown away by whether everyone's lying to me or not. I don't know because it's like a British thing. When we go to a restaurant, the food's bad and they ask us how it was. We'd always say, oh, it's great. 
and I and I speak to two two operators who who are so positive. Yeah, I mean realist, but also like, no, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. And then I go online and read the doom and gloom from some quarters. But smaller tour operators I speak to are maybe I'm not sure if optimistic. It's right or positive is right. I'm not sure what the right word is. I think yeah, it's positive. Positive that we're going to get through it. Yeah, yeah. And who knows what it'll look like, but uh, I believe it'll be beautiful. Yeah. Marvellous. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Shane. Have a nice day. Thanks for listening to the Torpreneur podcast. Be sure to visit torpreneur.com to join the conversation and access the show notes, including links to the resources mentioned on today's episode. This is Torpreneur.